All right, we are... Go ahead, Chip. <laughs> I'm not like you, Justin, and just intentionally choose the different team. <laughs> you root against Iowa for no reason. No, I have a reason because you root for Right! Me. That's right. my reason. See, and I'm not like that. I'm more like Christ, man. <laughs> All right, we get we get into these pod, pre-podcast discussions, and we don't know when to start turning the mics on, so I just turned the mics on today. Oh, great. <laughs> so we are sitting here. It is Super Bowl week, and one of the guys around our table... Is a Bengals fan. Who day has waited his whole was, life for this? He has. I have never, I have never seen the Bengals win a playoff game, let alone reach it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Just a young. I am 29 years old, and I have never seen the Bengals win a playoff game. Yeah, I mean, I've got, we've got some playoff games. One with the Vikings. I'm a Vikings fan, but never Super Bowls. Never Super Bowls. Yeah, it's lots of just broken hearts. But we're we're in Browns country too, and Lions oh, country. Yeah. So just, Lions, my goodness. Yeah. That's why people are all college football fans around. Worlds here. It's of pain on the heart. It is easier on the heart, especially when you're in Wolverine <laughs> yeah. and Buckeye territory. You know, honestly, if you think about it, like you're talking, like Cincinnati, it's been. 87 since they've been in the Super Bowl. Yep. The Browns have yep. never been. The yep. Lions. Have, yeah. We're in a geographical area where no wonder there's so many Pittsburgh Steelers fans. No, yeah. They're the only franchise close that wins. But Pittsburgh Steelers fans don't have thick skin like the rest of us do. That's so right. I just want to throw that out there. So how emotionally invested are you? Like if if they lose, how will you feel? Well, here's the thing. Um, if they lose. Uh, we have a best buddy, Alex, um, that we grew up with, and he's a Rams fan. And we've always said that if the Rams and the Bengals ever made it to the Super Bowl together, this would be the dream occurrence. So don't get me wrong. I will I will be sad. But right now, I'm on cloud nine just because we've won a playoff got game. To. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd, even, I'd be more, even more sad, though, if my buddy's team won in like <laughs> Fortunately, he's a very gracious winner. So, <laughs> wasn't the idea though that you guys were all gonna go? Yeah, well, you're that, not a gracious loser. That, though. Well, maybe. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing: I I plead the fifth on both those comments. So, <laughs> but the five thousand dollars, five thousand well, dollars. I, I saw late. I saw uh, last week. I think it's seven thousand dollars is the lowest ticket. Price I was gonna say those are the yeah. cheap seats, even in because the, all the Cincinnati fans are flocking to it. They don't care, right? Right, because. All hey, these lifers. This is every 40 yes, years. once in a lifetime. <laughs> Although I think with Burrow, it might be I think so. a chance of being more I think more we're often. seeing the new Brady, man. Brady has left, and the new one has <laughs> arrived. Do you have to bring up Brady? That's <laughs> And he's sitting in Buffalo right now yeah. watching the Super Bowl. That's the new one. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Well, actually, that's, believe it or not, not what our topic was today. Uh, we, we did... Um, we did start a, a, just a podcast series on um, questions yeah. that kind of stemmed from student ministry on Wednesday nights. Yeah, yeah, great questions. Our great questions panel to where our youth came to us, and they just filled out all of these questions, um, over 70 questions with um, centered around Christ, centered around faith, centered around um, everything Christianity, and they were big questions, mm-hmm. honest questions that I think the rest of our church can be blessed by. Yeah, and so we want to take some time today to unpack those. Yeah. I think we got through two questions in the last podcast, so yep. Yep. we'll uh, we'll do our best to, to get through a keep, few more keep today. Keep this moving. Yeah, yeah. So first question, uh, I don't enjoy reading the Bible, and yet we are told to read the Bible all the time. How do I begin to enjoy reading the Bible? Um, 
we just did the podcast on the authority of scripture, so it ought to have some sort of significance in our life. Sure. And if it yeah. does, then we ought to be in it. Yeah. And so yeah. how do we enjoy that process? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I think the longer I have been a follower of Jesus, and then also in the role of ministry, I really think that the old school ways, the ancient ways from the Old Testament scriptures of somebody coming alongside of you and not necessarily having this fixation on only reading the scriptures by yourself is a key component to this. And like I used the illustration yeah. for this, like if I want to learn how to, to, to do algebra, it is going to be very difficult for me to just grab an algebra textbook, mm. sit down and start trying to figure that out. Yeah. What made me learn algebra was a teacher yep. who came alongside me, showed me the concepts. And I think that in this, in this area of Scripture, because we all hear it as pastors, I just don't understand the Scriptures. I yeah. open it. Yeah. Maybe we ought to rethink this whole me and the Bible by myself concept. Mm. Yeah. Don't because... get me wrong. We need to do that. Mm-hmm. But why do we not think in realms of together helping each other understand the scriptures, yeah. finding people, and, and creating rhythms where we are getting together with other believers to read the scriptures yep. together? Yeah, to understand what is literal, what is figurative, the narrative genres yeah. of scripture yep. and, and how yep. to unpack that. Um, you know, and, and really, I mean, so much of scripture was. Um, transferred orally. Orally, that's right. 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 Um, and in in those oral traditions, mm-hmm. uh, there's a huge narrative theme through Scripture that oh, it was learned. Man. And it's and you know, like we were talking about before, Ben, it's the narratives that if you if you are struggling, so there's there's the idea. Yes, we need to surround ourselves with someone who is more advanced in the faith, someone who's walking in the faith to come alongside us. But even in those individual journeys, we can go to go. Don't we don't have to force ourselves to go to the prophets like Isaiah, open it to the middle and say, "What am I supposed to get out of this? How am I supposed to enjoy this?" No, we there there are parts of scripture that we can go to that are just seemingly more attractive to us as humans. Yeah. The um, stories. The stories. Oh, yeah. And so much to your point, Ben, that you had mentioned uh, before this podcast, w- w- when you open Genesis or or Exodus, or in my case, I gravitate towards 1 Samuel, yeah. because it's in 1 Samuel that we see David and Goliath, and we see David's journey. Or even if you open the book of Judges, and you see Samson and Gideon and the things that they go through, and there are some graphic, graphic stories yeah. that, that it'll just bring you in. You're, you're going to be like... Oh, I didn't know that was in the Bible. But then you know you start you start going down that that narrative route, and then you get tripped up on like Leviticus. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like I'll keep you know where where are those at, and yep. how to you know, and I yep. think understanding the structure of Scripture and where things are, and what was the purpose? Yeah, of it absolutely um, having that context and having that teacher to walk with you, saying you know these are you know. You can find laments here, and you can, you know, if you want to read about the epistles and the letters to the churches, and, yes. and yes. after, you know, this is where you go for that. Yes. yes. No, it, I, go ahead. No, I was going to jump off your uh, algebra analogy. It's the same reason why you can't just open a textbook and say, I'm going to start here and try to figure something out. 
but you need the teacher to say, well, if you have this question, you go to this section of the book. If you have this question, and it's not always, it's not always going to the beginning of the book and reading it from front cover to back cover. It's understanding where to go, and that's all part of the learning process. It's all part of the um, idea that I need to have someone around me to tell me where to go so that in my individual journey, I then have bits and pieces to where like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to get out of this, and you're starting to look for those things already. Isn't it, it doesn't it make complete sense that we learn most by narrative, by story? Yeah. Like in story, then I'm caught up in how it applies to my life far more Absolutely. than just instruction. The Gospels, obviously yeah. the way God presents who He is right. in those four different mm-hmm. Gospels that are the story of yep. Jesus. Yep. And I was always taught by someone, a professor, that regardless of where you're at when you're trying to read the Bible... Let's say you're trying to read it through in a year. Mm-hmm. You're in a. He said, always come back to the Gospels often. Mm. Supplement any of your reading. Mm-hmm. Go to the Gospels. Yeah. Stay yeah. in the story of Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, and I, I've I've learned from that. Like if I don't come back and visit the Gospels, yep. often, then. And honestly, it's through the and one of the most beautiful things that I learned throughout seminary even. And, and when I don't always enjoy the Bible, when I don't always enjoy reading the Bible because I'm like, oh, what, like, where am I supposed to do with, how am I supposed to teach over this? What am I supposed to learn from this? When we are coming back to the Gospels often, we realize that much of Scripture, all of Scripture, all of Scripture is pointing to the person That's of it. Jesus. And so as we are focused and saturated with Jesus, as we read through mm-hmm. Leviticus, we realize, wait a minute, this is Yes, Jesus may not be explicitly mentioned in the book of Leviticus, but Leviticus is somehow pointing Pointing me to to Jesus. It's always leading me to a deeper relationship. And that's how how we teach our kids here, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, with one of my other hats in the community, LifeWise director. And, you know, as students are coming in and hearing the gospel, they're hearing the word of God. And we have a, a... we just chronologically work through yep. Scripture over the course of a handful of years. But every single lesson comes back to who Christ is, yep. what He did for us, and why this relates to this and points towards Christ. That's exactly So right. I love what you, what you said about the Gospels, coming back to those. Yeah. Can we look through that prism, through those glasses? Yeah. Uh, I'm in Leviticus. What the heck do I do with this? Yeah. Well, somehow, in the back of my mind... This is leading to Jesus. Yeah, everything is leading to Jesus. Yeah. Maybe that helps me decipher through that and yeah. and appreciate it. And it's not always the most enjoyable process. It takes time to learn it. It takes time to in uh, repetition, going over again and again mm-hmm. and again. In fact, I've been um, on the same two psalms now for over a year, and I've been working through these two psalms. But in coming back to them again and again and again, it is amazing how just eight verses. Can, can just radically change a person's life because they're just saturating and you're seeing yep. the rest of Scripture through the light of these same eight verses that yep. are pointing you to Christ. It's, it's yep. a beautiful thing. And again, it's not always that we enjoy every single moment. Mm-hmm. Again, there's freedom. We don't always have to feel enjoyment in the process. But when we understand that in reading Scripture, it's taking us to a deeper appreciation of what's happening in Scripture, we do it even when it's not the most enjoyable thing. Absolutely. Right. I mean, for, for my wife and I right now, and we're committed to kind of reading the Bible um, in a year together. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, on February 10th, I can happy to say that we are right on track. So All that's right. good. Excellent. Um, but that comes with disciplines. Yes. Because yes. having a one and a three-year-old 
and finding the time to do that um, means that it's five. You're not busy at all, are you, well, Ben? No. <laughs> no. no just 5.30 in the morning Yeah, <laughs> is what it is, and we did it this morning. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. we're up at 5.30, and it's reading it together. Um, we don't read. We read at the same time. You know, sure, and then over sure. the course of the week, we have those conversations. But uh, you start to see the cumulative effect. That's and that's what it is, that's, isn't it? That scripture yes. has, and so, um, you know, the coffee and the Lord motivate mm. me in the morning yeah. <laughs> uh, to, to wake up. Sometimes one and not the other sure. just depends <laughs> yeah. on the yeah. day uh, and what the night would look like. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but um, but then you 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 begin to look back. And we mentioned this and in our last podcast. Yes. Don't forget the things that I've done yes. for you. And yes. don't forget where I've brought you. And the things that you're wrestling in that same psalm, you know, today, um, you know, you were, the Lord was showing you something even different a mm -hmm. year ago when you were, That's exactly when you right. were in that. That's exactly and right. The way that the, you know, the, the Lord works and, and he just, um, kind of like a jewel, and and he just turns ever so slightly. That's ex oh, and it's and beautiful. And you see a different side of him, and it illuminates a different way. And yeah. you know, um, it's a it's truly a, a powerful thing. Uh, one of the mo amazing things for me, the, the psalm that I'm talking about is is Psalm three, and it, it, the way it came into my life, not only simply through you know reading the psalms every now and then, but we, a friend and I, had challenged ourselves to memorize scripture. And they just randomly, yeah. just randomly chose Psalm 3. And I read it for the first time, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, why would we ever want to do, like, this psalm means nothing to me. Why would I ever want to memorize Psalm 3? And as I've sat on Psalm 3 now for over a year, yeah. it is, it has, I can say with confidence, radically changed my outlook on life, yeah. my outlook on Jesus, yeah. my outlook on reading Scripture and how I teach through Scripture. And so what once was something like, I have zero desire, zero enjoyment in memorizing what is seemingly to be this random occurrence in the Psalms has now become such a foundational piece to who I am, even as a pastor, and it's beautiful. And, you know, I mean, back to the LifeWise, I, I talked to one of the parents last night that is in our church, and uh, their child was in it uh, this week, and, and they're kind of... We, we teach them Scripture, and they memorize Scripture. They recite Scripture. Mm -hmm. Yep. And... Uh, <laughs> He got his references mixed up, and so he had a full-blown argument where he would not let it go with his mom, saying, no, this is the verse, and this is where it's found, and it was just so fun to, to, to hear about that. She was just laughing she, because, because the deeper desire of her heart was that her son now has this this is passionate about scripture. Oh, that's in, that in is one amazing. way or another. That is amazing. He's passionate yeah. about about scripture. That's yeah. cool. You know, as we're having this conversation, I'm attracted again to that section in the Psalms that talks about how scripture should be understood. The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing mm. the soul. Mm, yeah. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The decrees of the Lord are firm. All of them are righteous. They are more precious than gold, than much hmm. pure gold. They are sweeter than honey, than honey from the honeycomb. Yeah. And just understanding that the Word is doing this work in our life, making yeah. me yeah. wise, bringing me joy, all those things yeah. uh, is so powerful. Um, if we'll just 
again, mm-hmm. not give up. That's yeah. and that's what it is. That's what it is. Going back to the c- cumulative yeah. effect, yeah. you probably don't enjoy waking up at five. Th- well, maybe you do, Ben. I w- would not some enjoy. Days, yeah, days. waking up at five thirty. <laughs> uh, uh, Listen, you, there's you, people I know are listening to this podcast. They're like, "Are you kidding? I'm up at four right, every exactly. day. I've already worked yep. out and <laughs> have been in the word for an hour before you even think about." And life. I am not one of those people. <laughs> you guys either. both know me. me I come in, and if I am reading at five thirty in the morning, that means I'm sleeping at five thirty in the morning because yeah. I'm just going to fall asleep in the midst. But of it means that. knowing your rhythm. Where where you know yeah, where exactly. in your day can you prioritize that's exactly this right. and and give the Lord undivided attention and that's I think it. that's for me where it's at is this is the time where I have undivided attention yes yes don't live so often I think that we often compare ourselves to those around us who are more seemingly more uh, advanced in their faith and that is what. Uh, is part of the thing that bogs us down. We are comparing ourselves. Well, so and so are doing this. Um, they're getting about five thirty in the morning, and they're reading with their spouse, and they're so disciplined, and it's so great. Well, that doesn't mean that you have to do that same thing. It, well, your I sweet mean, spot at, might be nine thirty in the evening before you go to bed. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but here's the thing. I mean, do you enjoy? Do you? Yeah. I mean, so you you think about an athlete, mm-hmm. you know, and and all of these that we idolize and we wish that we you know that. We, we love watching and appreciate, right. you know, um, low-hanging fruit is LeBron James because of just how visible he is and just his social media and just working out and, and mm-hmm. the workout regimen and how horrible that is, but it leads to greatness and it yeah. leads to transformation and it leads to all of these things where do you love this more yep. than... Yep your current circumstance where you yep. will discipline yourself to doing that. And, and eventually you love, I, you know, your reference led me to Psalm 119. And this is where I have it. Um, this last 12 years has been in here. It says, you know, uh, verse 33, teach me, O Lord, the way of your statue mm-hmm. and I shall, shall observe them to the end. Give me understanding that I may observe your law and keep it with all my heart. Make me walk in the path of your commandments, for I delight in it. Incline my heart to your testimonies and not to dishonest gain. Turn away my eyes from looking at vanity and revive me in your ways. Establish your word to your servant as to which produces reverence for you. Turn away my reproach, which I dread, for your ordinances are good. Behold, I long for your precepts. Revive me Mm. through your righteousness. This is my prayer because I don't Mm. always feel this. This is my prayer to him that I may feel these things that he is, that that he's commanding. That's a great foundation. I mean, we can we can talk all about practical things all day, but the first practical thing that we need to be making sure we're doing is when when we do feel the desire and when we don't feel the desire or the enjoyment of reading the Bible. We are going to the Lord, God, would you increase my desire? Yeah. Would yeah. you increase my yep. enjoyment? Would you help me understand and fully appreciate what the Bible is in my life? Well, I think that's something I've learned personally that I didn't know at first was even when I'm opening the scriptures, um, praying for God to illuminate my heart. Yes, yes. Like, teach me what you're... Yeah. You know, there's something powerful to yeah. that. And that's what that is. That's help me, Lord, to understand what you want me to hear today. Yep. Yeah, uh, there's this just desire and dependence on yeah. the the spirit to to open up what he's already said. Yeah, it's not up to us. It's yeah. not uh, yeah. we don't have to do this by our own willpower, or our own it. strength. Yep. We go to the Lord God. Would you would you increase this for me? Would you would you allow me to enjoy the fullness of who you are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, this this next question kind of dabbles, and we I think we've kind of talked a little bit about it or touched on it. it says I don't understand the Bible. How am I supposed to read it if mm. I don't understand it? Mm. Find somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Or in our today's culture, like we have at our disposal resources unlimited online. Yes. There's yes. no reason. Yeah. Why. Here's the thing. Okay. I don't understand rockets, but guess what? I'm if I if mm-hmm. I want to start to learn how to understand rockets, yep. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna look for resources. And you're gonna watch somebody talk about it. Now we can do that now. Yeah. yeah, and let's make this practical. I mean, Ben, was you've been in your house what two years now? Oh yeah, man. And you bought this house, and there was this, a yeah. a ton of work that needed to be done. And yes, you had the skills for a lot of that, but you were watching videos. And you were learning from others around you yeah. to come in and say, wait a minute, now, oh, this is how you're supposed to do Absolutely. this? Absolutely. Um, one of the greatest uh, resources for myself, even as a pastor still today, that I enjoy, that helps me, one, enjoy it, but uh, gather a fuller understanding of what's going on is the Bible Project. Their videos oh, yeah. are so concise. Yeah. They're entertaining. Yeah. They just draw you in. And they're giving you exactly, hey, before you dive into a book of the Bible, go yeah. watch the Bible Project. The and they'll help you, hey, you should be looking out for this. Look out for this. And when you're connecting the dots then on your own as you're reading through it. Well, and I've got a guitar student right now that I mm-hmm. meet with on Tuesday afternoons. And he is fresh. Yes. And... Um, the first three lessons, I think, uh, it was he and I one-on-one where I was trying to teach him things. And then, you know, I, I was frustrated with myself as the teacher because I started to think, you know, I'm showing, I'm showing him stuff, but then what am I giving him the rest of the week? How am I resourcing him yeah, the rest of the yeah, week? And yeah. even as pastors, it's like, okay, we come in on Sundays and we talk. How am I resourcing the rest right, of the week? Right. And so this last lesson, we actually, we actually, uh, used another resource. Yes. And we yes. walked through it together. Yep. So that way he can look up that same resource yep. on yep. his time yep. to continue to learn and grow. Even yep. it's and and so I feel like, yeah, being being a good teacher, surrounding yourself with mm-hmm. someone who and, and I'm learning I'm not that. <laughs> I, I need to, <laughs> you know, I need to continue to grow in my ability to yeah. teach. Yeah. But um yeah, be willing to find How a crazy teacher. would it be if us as preachers, pastors got up every Sunday and we had only relied on ourselves that week oh, in no. study. Oh, no, I no, know. no, 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 no. Yeah. Wouldn't it get crazy? And wouldn't oh. it be like, no, we are constantly trying to uh, understand better by using other people. Yes, right. right? Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. Well, why wouldn't you do that in your personal study? Yeah, absolutely. Especially with the resources we have. And don't be afraid to reach out and ask questions. I think, you know, one of the things uh, I've learned in the last eight months of being here, people are so fearful to reach out to me because they say, well, you're so busy. Oh man, you don't understand. If you come to me asking me a question on the Bible or help you to, where should you start or how do you study? That is, I would gladly set everything aside and sit with you for hours upon hours to help you, which also helps myself, dive into the Bible and learning how to best read it and enjoy it and understand it. That is, uh, that's really the because primary Because that thing. is our proper work. Yes, We exist absolutely. for people, not programs and those things. Absolutely. So, absolutely. Ab- yeah. so forget this mentality of pastors are too busy to help me understand the Bible. If a pastor is too busy to help you understand the Bible, he's, not a pastor. he's no pastor. Misplaced priorities. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. 
Yeah, and this is something we're passionate about. So I think that's why if, if <laughs> yeah. we seem a little more forward in these answers, it's because we're passionate about yep. it. It's, it's yep. not any sort of... Because we we have experience, and I think we can all right? be honest, I don't always enjoy the process or fully, under, fully understand what I'm reading, but I know the cumulative effect of what comes to when I keep on pursuing, persevering, diving in, and allowing that work to happen. In my, again, it's not my work. It's the work of the Spirit in my life as I'm sitting. Because what are we told? In Hebrews yeah. 4, the Word is living and active and is sharper than a double-edged yeah. sword, separating bone from marrow, soul Absolutely. from spirit. That's and right. so even if we go into it not having a clue about what we're doing, if we have a faithful heart, you better you can know yeah. the Word is, is, work. It is doing an amazing, beautiful work in your life. And to your point on the fundamentals, I mean, you know, I, I work with a guy with LifeWise and he says, Ben, you know what? I don't always know everything, but I know where to find it. Yes. And I think that we, that's how we can approach Scripture. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, this is how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? But mm -hmm. the, we've talked about the cumulative effect. Now, understanding just the basic outline and principles mm -hmm. of, of how and concepts of how um, the Word of God is laid out for yeah. us, yeah. that we can know how to find things and yes. we can begin to explore then for ourselves af, you know, alongside of those teachers and resources. But again, it, it takes intentionality. We have to be willing to um, get through the shallow stuff and dive into the deep. We have to be willing yeah. to ask the hard questions. We have to be willing to be vulnerable with somebody. Hey, would you help me understand this? Yeah. Um, and we also have to be willing to to help others as well because like you said, Ben, it's in the midst of teaching that we then learn how to better teach mm -hmm. or have a better understanding of things. And yeah. so the more and more that we become familiar with the resources that are available to us, mm -hmm. we then go help others become familiar with those same and resources. And the more you're articulating those things in those yep. in that kind of teacher-pupil relationship, or yep. you become the teacher and you have a pupil, listen, you are always learning. Don't feel like to, yep. to, to walk someone else through Scripture that you have to have it all together. Otherwise, it disqualifies all of us. Yes. Right. We are... We, we are constantly. I have had to teach too. Chip many times as the younger pupil to yeah. the master. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just caught up now. I'm distracted by on why are we eating elephants? <laughs> uh, you know they taste good and they're. I don't know, man. That's such a common <laughs> phrase. Come on. <laughs> you hear that? I know. How do you need an elephant one bite at a time? How do we approach scripture one day at a time? One, and that's what it is. It, is, it is, truly is one day at a time. You mentioned, too, your dad. I don't know if it was you or your brother I was mm -hmm. talking to about yeah. just encouraging you to, I don't know how you want to take that word encourage, but yeah. read two chapters a day. Yeah, that's how, that's how he, he raised us. Um, it was very much of, and from my perspective at one point in time, it was, oh, this is such a chore. I do not enjoy this. I don't understand what I'm reading. But you best believe that now as a 29-year-old, the, the effects that that has on my life now, uh, that's why I'm so, that's why I'm comfortable because I know, I might not have all the answers, but I'm comfortable with the Bible because of how I was trained, the disciplines it took, like, hey, read two chapters a day. Yeah. And he never meant it for it to be a chore. That was my own way of perceiving what he was telling me. Yeah. Um, and that's how I took it and ran with it. But even in the midst of it being a chore for all of those years, now that as a 29-year-old, though, yeah, I, it is a foundational piece of, of my livelihood now. And as a dad this morning, I was convicted as I was taking my kids um, to my mother-in-law's that uh, I turned the radio off. Mm. And we've, I've mentioned before, my wife does a phenomenal job with my son in, in memorizing scripture. Mm. And I turned the radio off and I said, hey, buddy, let's, you know, what verses do we want to 
recite today. Um, and guess what? It put it on my heart, and it, yeah. it reminded me yeah. of, of of these you know of these verses and memorizing scripture as I teach them to my son. To How old is your son? Three. He's three years yeah. old. Memorizing. He probably scripture. has seven or eight. I think that's that's, that's awesome. amazing. Yeah. Get back to the Deuteronomy chapter six when you're going, Chat, yeah. when you're sitting, when you're laying, uh, a surrounding in your house. Like yeah. I was thinking about that this morning. I was going to get a drink on the way out. I glance up, and we have a, a reader board, whatever. We do, too. That um, we change the sayings. Like, I mean, we don't have a scripture verse up there right now, but we've got a C.S. Lewis quote. Mm-hmm. I would imagine That's that... pretty close to scripture, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I would imagine that our kids are going to allow that to sink in after they see it about mm-hmm. 100 times. Yeah, I mean, and I, I observe it with my with the way that he can remember and recall things that he's seen on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, how much more? I mean, he can do that with Scripture, too. So don't underestimate your kids. They uh, they are absolute... Um, they just take it in their sponge. Yeah. Even as we talk right now, my mind is going back to the hallway that uh, I grew up in, and this little 5 by 8 pi- picture hung with a... Uh, a quote from Martin Luther in the verse, the just shall live by faith. Mm. Like, yeah, I, I can see it clear yeah. right now it in my mind. Sunk yeah. in. Yeah. And that, what that said, and I, you know, yeah, that's just a part of how you keep things in front. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So kind of to rehash, enjoy reading scripture. Hey, if you need a jump start outside of, I mean, definitely praying over that, but, the narratives. The narratives. Um, yeah. There's so many cool things of the way that God um, intersects with humanity, mm-hmm. and just read those and ask ask yourself, how does this point towards Christ? That's exactly right. Find a group of people or a person yeah. to do Scripture with yeah. as often as you can. Yeah, and 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 constantly go back to the Gospels. Yeah. Always allow Jesus to be saturating your yeah. your enjoyment of reading. We hope this helps. I think we'll have plenty more uh, questions-led podcasts where we can unpack some of these things and really lead to practical uh, Christian living. I mean, that's what we strive for, to be more like Christ in all things. And maybe the next podcast we have to do, we have to talk about how to uh, pick yourself up after a Bengals. Or how to win graciously. All right. (laughs) Uh, Let's let's keep both options available. (laughs) That's right. We'll tell. Yep. Come on, one more. Who day? Who day?